Welcome, Wiffle fans. This is Texas Tim for the October 11th, this Tuesday edition of Holy Commute, your only place that you can get daily Wiffle Ball content. And as we are now in the week of the United Wiffle Ball Championships, just coming up a few short days away. And I wanted to bring my Texas spin on the United Wiffle Ball uh, tournament. With me are two, the two captains of the teams that are coming, TC35 and Punishment, coming from the state of Texas. Both of them um, centrally located around the Austin area, although we do now have players living in the Dallas area as well. TC35 is represented by Luke Richter on the call. How you doing, Luke? Doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem. And the punishment version is none other than Jackson uh, Richardson. How you doing, Jackson? Fantastic. Thank you for having us, Tim. Hey, no problem. I know you guys are excited. Y'all been excited for a while. Um, both you guys attended last year. And uh, so I will, I'll start off with you, Luke. Tell me your roster that's going. So we have, I guess, the original member of TC35 being Chase Oliver. Um, I think he has more experience than I almost have years playing. Um, we have Eric Atwood, who I think his very first with experience was the 2019 Fast Plastic um, event in Texas. So I wasn't there personally, but I can imagine that was a pretty uh, good event to have your very first experience. Yeah. Um, and when we picked up another Texas guy, um, Cade, I'm going to butcher his last name. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, do you know it off the top of your head, Tim? Adson, I, I, I can't spell I can't say it. Adsenhofer. Adsenhofer. There we go. Um, and then the last guy was Sam Clark, who is actually currently living in Chicago. Um, me and him started playing together. I think our first tournament was maybe. 2014 but he has not played in quite a few years so he's been practicing in his one bedroom Chicago apartment with the wolf ball pitching machine <laughs> from about 15 feet 15 feet away and he's got that thing cranked up and so it's some funny videos there but yeah where you are we're excited looking forward to it I've only heard the verbal rumors about this I need to see the videos uh, I think he's actually posted a couple I'll pull up his uh Okay. I'm not sure if he's private or <laughs> on social media, but it's definitely something to uh, behold. That's awesome. Hey, hey ja Jackson, tell me your roster. We have the exact same roster as last year. It is myself, Ben Gettig, Drew Dobbins, Dean Tilger, and Braden Solons. So, um, same roster. And I'm going to start. This is for you, uh, Jackson. So, Tell me what you learned from the 2021 United Wiffle Ball Tournament that you've taken with you and tried to build on this year. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is, you know, I mean, we learned things, uh, you know, everyone was super cool and helpful uh, with like individual skill-based things. But I think the biggest concept we kind of took was, you know, how to format uh, a pitching staff for a national championship tournament. And we learned that we did not have anywhere close to the depth necessary to compete. Um, we were a team that had to give it pretty much all we had in pool play. And, you know, we could have gone three and one, had a game uh, drop out of our favor at uh, the very first one. But, you know, whether it was three and one or one and three for us, 
uh, we we just didn't have anything left in the tank. And I think this year uh, we're far better equipped to handle that type of longevity that the tournament will bring. So what I know for sure, one of the things that's different in your pitching staff is the 2022 emergence of Dean. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, Dean, uh, Dean's, I mean, really, I think the biggest thing is probably the emergence of Ben, which you've seen firsthand. Um, Ben has turned himself into at least what I would call like a Texas ace. We'll see how that translates to a national stage. Um, He's throwing the ball real well. And then Dean and myself have actually both turned into strike throwers, at least uh, to a certain extent. So we do have some pool play depth if we need to get that uh, fourth and fifth arm rolling. Well, that's that's pretty awesome. And again, you you definitely learn. Uh, you guys sort of uh, you, you spent yourself in, in pool play and didn't really have anything left. And I, I, you know, and that you do you learn from stuff like that and learn where your weaknesses are and 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 whatnot. Do you have any concern um, over the lack of Drew attending some of these tournaments this year? Uh not really. Um, I mean, if anything, I think he, he threw a lot of pitches in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it hurts him to have that reduced workload that he had. And he was at the fast pitch events. So I guess really it's yep. only, only the medium pitch he missed. I mean, uh, on the pitching side, definitely not. I mean, surely, uh, I hope he's seen a few pitches, but you know, there's only so much you can do. So, right. As all right, uh, Luke, I'm going to move over to you. I mean, most of the people that have played fast pitch know who Chase Oliver is. He has been a mainstay in Texas wiffle ball and national national championships over the years. Um, so I think we pretty much know what we're getting with Chase. And so what is the difference? Um, tell me a little bit what, what you may have learned from the national championship. So last year, I think I threw our game three. Um, we played the old school risers. And one thing that was different is, and oh, I, mean, I guess my entire football career was all of your tournaments. And so we always had the caught looking rule. If you hit that zone and they don't swing, that's an out. Right. Um, and that is, change, changes the game quite a bit, considering once you go from that to having to actually get three full strikes on guys. Um, so a lot more pitches. And then you got to be able to mix up those pitches, whether that's not necessarily changing pitches, but you can't just throw the same rise every time. Sometimes you need to go in, sometimes you need to get to go away. Um, and I definitely felt the struggles there uh, when we played Lemonhead uh, day two for that was it bridge round, is that mm-hmm. how referred to? Um, we got clobbered quite a bit. Um, so yeah, a lot of it's just not just being able to hit the board, but being able to hit spots on that board um, is definitely a lot more important um, without that caught looking rule. And there's definitely a large adjustment to make there. I know Eric is uh, strictly a hitter on this squad and he's a really good defensive player too. We talked about Sam Clark and is, is Sam going to be able to contribute any innings or is he just also going to be what you think primarily a hitter? 
uh, to my knowledge, he's probably just going to be a hitter. I don't think he's also throwing any uh, bullpens in that apartment hallway. I think it's strictly just BP he's got going in there. So okay, we will, uh, we will see there. But I'm, yeah, I believe it's just going to be primarily me, Cade, and Chase on the bump. So speaking of Cade, uh, Cade is will be a uh, a newcomer to the national scene, and this is really this summer has been his first full summer of playing whiffs not that he hasn't played whiffs but he was in high school playing a lot of select and high school baseball up until his graduation in may and him and his team the water swings went full-time uh wiffle ball in june what can you tell us about Cade and what might people see from him at the tournament um he's well compared to us he's young so he's able to throw a lot of pitches he's got that endurance in him um, I've only really seen him throw a couple, maybe two times. And we only, I think I actually only faced him maybe once all summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a free and cool play game, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's got good below. He's got good stuff. He's got a change up that I can't well, I call it a change. It's probably more like a super curve, but he's got a, he's got good stuff. He's got a, that is beyond a super curve. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. I've never seen it before. Um, but now if he can, if he, I think his biggest, um, Thing. We'll need to make sure he's just pounding the board. Um, he's got good stuff. It's just making sure that he's in the board um, and not walking guys. But I'm excited to see him um, with a cup ball in his hands. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 no doubt, you know, both of y'all will agree that Cade and Sam will have a tremendous learning curve uh, on next, uh, this coming Saturday for the tournament, you know, and how fast can they get up to speed or, you know, and that that's going to be that's going to be key for you guys is them them in that learning curve. And this is a question to both you guys. You know, Texas is, you know, it's not known for a hotbed of of fast pitch talent on a national scale. Um, but uh, that be that being said, we have some really good players. You know, I think one of our weaknesses, and you tell me if you agree or not, probably the Texas weakness is is that we just don't have enough fast pitch teams and don't have enough tournaments uh, to sustain it, and therefore you can't get enough looks at fast pitch. Jackson, your thoughts first. Definitely. I mean, uh, you know, we only have seven or eight teams that consistently come out to fast pitch tournaments and you know any given night or any given tournament like two of those teams are purely out there for fun kind of non-competitors I mean nothing against that type of team competing I mean I'm 100% for anyone who wants to come out coming out and having a good time but um, as far as the top Texas talent kind of forming an identity around fast pitch wiffle ball it's more difficult clearly with the less tournaments you play but I mean the good thing is is that we're located in two cities pretty much the most for the most of us. Luke Dean and I have been able to throw plenty in Dallas and then Luke moved to Austin. So it's been Luke and the rest of the punishment guys and TC uh, been able to throw together. So, I mean, it's not like it's a total loss. We've been able to see some pitches and all that good stuff. Luke, what's your thoughts? I think he hit the nail on the head there. Um, Yeah, I think it just comes down to, I mean, there's good talent here, but the absolute, quantity of it, um, especially speaking for fat, fast pitch, is definitely lower. Um, so when you've seen, I mean, when we 
when we play the runs, we're no, we're, we know we're facing Drew. When we play punish, all punishment, I guess all those guys can throw, but when you're playing TC35, you know you're facing me or Chase. Um, so we see everybody, we see the same looks tournament to tournament. Um, and so when we go to these national tournaments and stuff, we have to, there's a, there's a lot of things we learn. We see pitches we've never even seen before. Um, we're asking a lot of questions. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a bigger adjustment for us to make um, in terms of just, I guess it comes down to experience, but seeing certain pitches that we've never even seen before, we didn't know it existed. Right. And then, yeah. And you know, the, um, and we were missing, can't touch this, this summer, um, another quality fast pitch team in Mark Austria and his brother. Um, so, you know, that was another one. And I, and I, Correct me if I'm wrong, Jackson. Did we miss? Did Kelsey also miss the fast pitch tournament as well? He played in the fast pitch tournament, okay. but I think the first, possibly the first tournament, the first pass pitch tournament, yeah. he might have missed. But I know he's there for at least one of the two, probably both. Does that mix it up? Uh, yes. Yeah, they were there for at least one of them. They beat us, I think, like three to two, one of the semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. They were there for that one. They missed the the first one. I think Jackson's correct. So we, you know, we, uh, you're right. We have a very low number of fast pitch teams. We have a bunch of medium pitch teams. They just don't convert over. They don't have the arm. And and I get it, right? You know, you I, I do understand. Um, you know, you've got teams like Ghost Champions that some of those guys don't want to face the fast pitch, and so we don't really see them in the fast pitch tournaments. And um, so you're right. You, you know, luckily we got the Cajuns to come come to town, and we got to see uh, those guys and Randy Dalby. Uh, and so you you both you guys got to see him. Did either of your teams face Dalby pitching? We faced him in the final. Yeah, and so that is the type of pitcher. Both of you guys know this. That is at that national stage. Did that help you seeing him this summer? Does that you think because you saw him in July, you think that's going to help you uh, coming up? It's definitely not going to hurt. Um, I mean, it was still scuffed, not cut ball. I'm assuming he would have a cut ball. Yeah. So I almost think at times hitting a scuffed ball, I don't even know if he was throwing a scuffed ball. It might have been just a roughed up clean ball. Yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly. But um, uh, a lot of times I think those are almost harder to hit because the movement isn't as consistent. Um, as a hitter, um, so I remember when Tom Gannon came down the summer before, and he was mixing up scuffed and clean, like pitch by pitch, and that that got real tough. <laughs> that's, that's one thing that I started doing was we're allowed to have multiple balls up there. Um, I'll make, I, know, I know Ben does it as well. It's almost like we'll we'll even count. Okay, has he thrown his two clean balls yet? Does he still what does he still have? up there on the mound before we replenish them. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dolby was tough to hit. I don't think I had any hits off of them. Um, and I'll put a couple on play, but yeah, it's it was really tough, especially with that weird movement of, still don't know what he was throwing exactly. Yeah. Jackson, um, tell me what punishment is, what are your realistic expectations of your team this this week i want to get to sunday i mean will we have to have some things go right of course 
Um, if we do have those things go right, I don't see why we can't make a run into the lead eight. I, uh, I mean, we have arms. All five of us can throw innings. Um, it just, once again, comes down to things going right. How quality are those innings that we end up throwing? And, you know, like last year we hit, you know, Drew, who we brought on to be our ace, couldn't get his primary pitch over. He couldn't hit the board with it. So, you know, the, just like that, we take ourselves out of playing anything past pool play because we have to ride him. He's done for the day. Then we finish out our other two arms and then we're done. And I was a non-factor and Dean was a non-factor. Yeah. So it's going to help us a little bit this year. But I mean, I, I mean, getting to Saturday night would be uh, cool. I mean, I'm never going to be like, yeah, I'll be happy with anything aside from a championship win uh, before the tournament. But like, after the fact, will I will I look back and be like, yeah, we had a good run and I enjoyed every bit of it. If we make it to the Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen, like yeah, of course. Yeah. How about you, Luke? What what have you and and uh, Chase talked about and maybe your realistic expectations of your team? Oh, I think I'm still waiting to make that decision after <laughs> tomorrow with the, uh, the draw. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see what we get on that draw. We don't even really have a pitching plan yet. It's all going to depend on what draw we get. Um, I would love to make it to round 16. Um, we've got three arms. Um, don't know how many games that's going to equate to, but my whole thought was, well, if we run out of pitching, we had a pretty good run. So we'll just yeah. see what kind of draw we get. Hopefully it's not a juggernaut, phenom, C4, something crazy like that. That would be funny but um no, yeah. we're just we're excited to go keep learning stuff um i think we're in a little bit i personally feel a little bit better shape than last year last year i think i was able to pitch okay um especially the first day the second day i was pretty dead but um hitting wise i had zero um hitting reps prior to that tournament i think i had one hit all day and now after playing all being able to get a full year in this year i'm actually able to see the ball um so hopefully we can get the bats going a little bit more than last year. Yeah, you know, um, you no, say, really like my bad. So we'll just see what kind of draw we get. You say realistic tournament expectations. Like this is a 40 team. In reality, this is a 40 team tournament. Wacky stuff can happen. Like hell, we could go own three. Like it's it's everything's in in the cards. So yep, it, it it is. And and I am super excited about this 40 team format that we used two years ago. Um, super excited about it because I like the flow. The the complexity is 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 really not really much of a non-factor. Um, and you know, the, the only thing you want to avoid in your in your uh, little compass draw is your is an 0 and three. 0 and three and you're done. And so that's one of the things you're you're really wanting to avoid. Um, and so, you know, if you if you win one, you're at least going to have another shot of trying to dig yourself out of a out of that hole, right? So, uh, I'm excited about this 40 team format because I I loved it two years ago, um, and I'm so excited that it's back, and because uh, it is a lot exciting. And I'm you know at the time this is coming out, we're already going to do the draw, so the draw will be out by the time this airs. So everybody's going to sort of know what what it's going to be. So I'm super, super excited um, about 
what that's going to do for this tournament. It, it's it's pretty amazing. So Jackson, how many of your guys are home run in the home run derby? Uh, maybe two. I think Dean and Drew are two left-handed guys. You're not. No. So I mean, I to be quite honest, like I hit from a wide base and a high hand set. I don't even think I can swing the bat as many times as like a Jordan Robles hits home runs in <laughs> that format. So, so I'd be ha- you're I'd saying be happy you may not get- even get as many swings in as he gets home runs. Sure. Yes. In all honesty, I don't know if I can swing the bat 30 times during a minute. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's going to be fun uh, regardless. And, and, and I'm super excited. Now, I know you both have been looking, or at least you should have been looking at the uh, weather forecast. So, uh, Jackson, I know what your uniforms look like. I might not even see your uniforms uh, this weekend because of the chill factor. And we, so we may not see any tank tops just because of the chill factor. As we have, we have our new design. It's a, it's a full sleeve. So, oh, yes, sir. Yeah, but it's still going to be going to be chilly. And Luke, you're a pitcher. Uh, tell me how the weather affects you and maybe even other pitchers. How might this chill help or hurt you? Well, you're definitely correct in saying I've been looking at the weather. Um, in Texas, it doesn't don't. I had to go to the store the other day to go buy sleeves. I didn't have a black color pair of sleeves. I don't need them um, for 90% of the year. Um, but I remember, I guess, the state tournament this year, um, it doesn't take much to warm up. I mean, you're already drenching sweat at 105 out. Um, and I remember last year, it takes a good extra 20 minutes to really even get a sweat going. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's pitching in the cold is definitely is definitely di- different. Or I see high 60s, low 40s, something like that, which isn't too bad. But um, it is definitely a different game, it feels like, especially when you're pitching. 100%. I threw against y'all last weekend. I threw four innings in the fifth one. I felt like I'd run a damn marathon already. Just truly like entirely drenched in sweat, like hair's wet. Like I've been in a swimming pool. Yeah. We, as we're taping this right now, I think it's 80 something degrees outside. Uh, and we're, we're all three of us are about to be in a chilly weather and I'm actually excited about it, but because it's been a long time, uh, you know, early spring since we saw any weather like that. I'm excited about breaking out my hoodies and uh, my U with uh, uh, cold weather gear, which I've got and I only get to wear like a couple of months out of the year. So I'm pretty excited about it. So, uh, um, hey, uh, Luke, any last thoughts on this tournament, uh, your team going in and uh, and how you guys have prepared going in? Um, well, in preparation, I mean, like we were talking about before, there's only so many other fast pitch teams we've met up with several times. We get a couple of scrimmages in, but besides that, um, it's kind of just on your own. Um, I've been thrown on my own. I know Chase throws at his house, but um, it'll be we're gonna have to adjust quickly, is what I know. Jackson, we were able to get a full team scrimmage in last weekend. I mean, I know it's only one, but Luke and Dean and I made it a weekly thing, we went to go throw. So took a, just like a little 1v1v1 game approach. Um, and I think the world's about to find out, not to put any spotlight on Luke, but the world's about to find out how good Luke is. Um, and I got to see that on a weekly basis, so it was it definitely helped me out. Yeah. Well, 
that's a lot of pressure now, but we'll yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jackson. Hey, and you guys know I, I, I'm your guy, right? You know I'm rooting for you guys. I as a tournament director, I got to be neutral, which I am, but I'm super excited about the possibility of a Texas team uh, winning some games. And matter of fact, last year we sent I think five Texas teams. And every one of them, if it wasn't five, it was four, but every one of them won at least one game. And that was really exciting to me that Texas at least put their foot in the sand, made a footprint and said, hey, we're here and we're getting closer. You know, and that's the way I feel. I think we're getting closer. And as long as guys like you and your teammates are excited about this national tournament and want to keep coming back, and trying to improve your team and maybe get some other teams to come. Uh, that's, that's exciting to me. And I, and I hope you guys continue to play for years to come. You've seen guys that are uh, in there right around 40 and, you know, still playing at the fast pitch level and, and still being pretty darn good And Jackson. I know you've been a student of the game for a long time. You, since you were a kid, you have followed a lot of these teams and 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 whatnot so uh um, is there a team out there jackson that you haven't faced that you would like to oh boy um well team to give a little run around i would like to face c4 again because this was i threw against them because we had nothing left and we were already eliminated um i did not get a single out because i had not learned how to throw a strike with a wiffle ball yet Oh wow! Um, so, turns out I'm, I'm I've improved a lot. We'll see uh, quantitatively how that works out in this tournament, but that'd be a fun one. Um, but in terms of haven't played, I mean, any of the the top end MAW teams. I mean, the Jugs would be fun. Yeah. With how about you, Luke? Fun. Luke, anybody that you would like love to see you draw out tomorrow? Or, or... Um, I know everyone's looking to get that. Whipple Tigers matchup because that would just be the coolest thing ever. Um, MLW would be fun. Playing one of the top, well, I guess any of the mall teams would be fun. Um, primarily the teams I'm familiar with, but yeah. not, not really anyone specifically outside. I know that um, that Whipple Tigers thing would be the coolest thing ever. But um, I, I think everybody wants to, the, to to face the Tigers. It's going to be fun. They're going to be like rock stars at this tournament getting pictures with them and things like that. So I'm pretty excited. And I'm even real excited about the MLW portion of this tournament. They're going to be doing a uh, national tournament on their of their own going on at the 17 and under division, um, you know, going on at the same time as the UWIF. Well, guys, uh, I've reached the end of my time, and I'm so glad you guys joined me, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on Friday night at the Fan Fest. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, again, super excited to see you guys there. So TC35 and Punishment coming to UF's way, be in York, Pennsylvania this coming Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, and we're bringing Texas to you. Can't bring you Whataburger but Reed can bring you Texas wiffle ball. And these guys are on the way. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. This has been Texas Tim for Holy Commutes on October 11th. We'll see you this weekend. I'm out.